seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and Havlicek steals it. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive, let's see him. One run is in. Here comes Green. Here's the throw to the plate. He is safe. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts. Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. I am your host, Sean. And I got the whole gang here tonight. Adam? Let's party! Wesley? <laughs> What's up? And you? I'm back! I'm better than ever! I don't know that I'm better than ever. I was pretty dang good before I left. That hair looks better than ever today. Thank you. And that shirt has... Cherry blossoms. 1950s written all over it. Cherry blossoms. It looks like, uh, looks like uh, Don Ho over here. Tiny bubbles. <laughs> who the heck is Don Ho? <laughs> you don't need the, don't need the singer ta- Don Ho? No! It's Hawaiian? I've never heard of Don Ho. No. You looked at me and I was completely lost. That's why I looked down. I mean, I could have seen a Tiny Tim reference. <laughs> no. Tippy toe through the tulips. <laughs> That's basically about the same time frame. Yeah. Right. Well. So you know. I know who Don Well, yeah, because you guys are old. <laughs> yeah, we just aged ourselves again, John. Well, Don Ho. That sounds like what hey, an explorer yeah, yells easy. when he goes into the cave. It's- Don Ho! <laughs> At least, at like least the I feel a brothel. At, at least <laughs> I, is. I, I feel a little better. We had uh, Ivan on for our coach's show, and he's closer to our age, Wes. So he was right. he was talking in the same terms as we were. Hey, listen, I hope he's listening to this because I am going to call him out. He did say he had the physique of Bobby Valentine, and I believe he meant Greg Valentine. That's okay though. I wasn't going to correct him. I thought <laughs> he said Bobby. He said Bobby Valentine, <laughs> the manager of the New York Mets. I, I, I thought he I thought he was talking about Bobby Heenan. No, he said Bobby Valentine. So I'm pretty sure he meant Greg the Hammer Valentine. 
That, that was a fun interview. That, that was fun. I'm, yep, real I, quick. Do you ever, I'm not bobbing. <laughs> I'm not bobbing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Bobby Valentine got ejected, and he went and put on one of put on the Groucho Marx glasses and, and, and came and back. And fake mustache. Yeah. The stick-on mustache. He came back. I was like, sitting in the... Uh, <laughs> Bull, uh, in the uh, dugout like this. <laughs> They'll never figure it out. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Watch out. I'm you got to be careful when you say things. When he's drinking, he nearly died on me earlier. <laughs> 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 I've done that to him once. Yep. And then it I'm took him a solid 15 minutes to recover. <laughs> Yeah, because he basically he called himself a prophet. No, I didn't basically call myself. I did. I said I was a prophet. Oh, prophet Neil. Well, I mean, I guess since uh, I Preach called myself us. a prophet, I guess we could prophesy because we teased the big announcement. Yeah. Breaking news out of the front corner to corner locker room. John, you want to deliver it? You want me to? I'm not sure which big news you're talking about. There's so There's much big so news. Much well, let's deliver it all. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Dump it on us. I'm going to take a dump right now. Like Cal Riley, the big dumper. <laughs> so, we now have two sponsors. Three, three sponsors. Three. three sponsors. Trace. Trace sponsors. Two of which are for our new show. Oh, yeah. That is getting ready to debut the Fun Corner to Corner Coaches Corner. Yeah. I love it. It will now be presented by Community Trust Bank. Here in beautiful Mount Sterling, Kentucky. In partner with your local FDIC. <laughs> Equal housing lender. Equal housing lender. <laughs> We're really good at that. <laughs> I mean, we nailed that. We could be a voice actor. And then our Athlete of the Week is now going to be sponsored by... Kimsoft, which is a local industrial cleaning company here in beautiful downtown Mount Sterling, Kentucky. Yeah, they use dry ice. They do. Hey, and don't get dry ice on your skin. Triple H got that one time as he's coming out. Pyro got too close to him. He got dry. Got second degree burns on his abdomen. I, I actually watched a TikTok about that yesterday. Yep. Oh wow. Oh, that that's crazy. Yep. So. It, it's it's pretty wild, and and all of this kind of stemmed from our interview with Coach Mays. All of it kind of stemmed from a mythical show that didn't exist and still does not exist until we drop the show next week. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. That's how good we are. Actually, the show will have already. Dropped. Oh, did we decide that? Yeah, the show will have already. It, you've already listened you've to it. Already listened to the <laughs> technical first edition. But prior to that, it was mythical. It was our. Uh, I it was. You, I it was a it was good our morning. It was like a. It was like a unicorn. <laughs> I mean, which is just a horny horse. <laughs> <laughs> One horn. So, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of horses, Adam, so Adam decides. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Not to toot my own horn. <laughs> so Adam Adam decides last week that he was just going to get up with the mentality that he was walking down the hallway in high school, asking all of the girls if they wanted to go out on a date. He's like, the worst they can say is no, which apparently they did that a lot. But anyways, <laughs> they did not. And also, <laughs> none of the sponsors we asked said no. So only I'm still, one. What? You asked, not me. <laughs> Excuse me, I got one of the sponsors. He did. Because he gave him a free roof or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I, please, 
please, if you sponsor us, I'll give you a free roof. <laughs> so I can either charge you $25,000 for a new roof, or, or you can sponsor our Or you can just podcast. sponsor the show. <laughs> Choice is yours. <laughs> we'll take the sponsorship. <laughs> you still have to pay your deductible, but... <laughs> That's the best I can do. <laughs> Pay your deductible and sponsor the show. <laughs> so, but anyways, you you just started sending out messages to you know as many people as you could think of, and two. Uh, <laughs> it really was two. Well, I mean, you sent them out to more. We just didn't get answers on some of them, right? Nobody responded on a few of them, right? No. Oh, did they all respond? Yeah. Bad the thousands, so not two. bad. So, did somebody say no? No, he just directed me to a person that could help, and I didn't have a chance to contact that person because the first person messaged back. Oh, gotcha. Well, I mean, they can still help. They can. They can. So, but if you want to get on board with that kind of stuff, we're still looking for sponsors for this show. Look on Facebook. All aboard the sponsor train! (laughs) (laughs) Come on, ride the train. Geron it. Geron it? What? It what are we kinda... Geron? <laughs> it, just kinda... it sounds like the words. It just didn't. Uh... Why does anybody want to sponsor this show? Because <laughs> we're more idiots. We are more idiots. <laughs> Four more idiots sitting yeah. around. Maybe that's what we should call the show. We're no longer from corner to corner. We're former idiots sitting around a mic. Former idiots podcast. Former idiots on a mic. <laughs> Speaking of the Meridian, he won't play tonight. Wow. That's that's no no big surprise. So earlier I had this thought. If you all want to talk about this, we can go ahead and get into it. Sounds like we are. So I got a notification on my phone while I was at work. Breaking news. Kevin Durant will play tonight. It wasn't that long ago. It was breaking news when athletes wouldn't play in. But they sit so often but now. But they sit so often with load management now that we're getting alerts that players who are Well, is this his first paid, game playing since he's been traded? No. Oh, okay. No, he's played before. But like, he just decided tonight he was definitely going to play. He's definitely playing tonight. <laughs> on Tuesday night. Or no, their game's Wednesday. So he's yeah. already played Wednesday. Well, he, he's going to need two weeks to recover load right. management. Well, you all saw that TikTok. Uh, it was the Pacers pregame show. And their guy sitting courtside, <laughs> and Jamichael so Green is out here shooting jumpers, and that and the lady in the studio was like, "So, Bill, uh, have you got any paperwork in? Is uh, Jamichael Green going to play tonight? I see him warming up." And he's like, "Hold on, I'll ask him." And he turns around and says, "Hey, Jamichael, you playing tonight?" And he's like, "No, <laughs> no." And he said, "He says he's not playing." <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> that was that was great. That that just shows you what kind of relationship he has with the players. But it's like. Too. But I immediately go to, why are you out there during warm-ups taking jumpers? You ain't going to shoot no jumper in the game if you ain't right. playing. You're, t- you're taking warm-up time away from the players that are going to play. Away from somebody who probably will play. So, speaking of players that, that don't play, Lamar Jackson has put himself in a corner. And nobody puts Lamar in the corner. I would say he's put himself in the corner until Mick Mill texted Robert Kraft the other day. Who? He's a rapper. You don't He's know who Meek Mill is? Obviously not. So Meek Mill is a rapper who also is good friends with Lamar Jackson. Okay. He texted Robert Kraft and said, hey, I just want to let you know 
Lamar wants to play for the Patriots. And Kraft texts back and said, well, that decision's up to Bill. And that's all we've heard about it so far. So, Bill, don't play with toys like Lamar Jackson. Well, I, I've heard the the Patriots uh, on the radio as well. But, I mean, does the Ravens want Mac Jones? Wouldn't it be funny if the Jets – The Jets are 100% out on Lamar. But what if they weren't? What if it's just storyline? Yeah, you can't, you can't count that out yet. And what if they just, like, underneath Aaron Rodgers, they were just like, yeah, Lamar Jackson. So it's, what's funny about this is due to the NFL, like, CBA agreement, like, the Jets can't even mention Rodgers by name, even though that's who they want as quarterback. Anytime they get asked about a quarterback, they're like, well, we've got our plan at quarterback. We're going to stick that out and see how that goes, see when we get well, that. Well, I mean, that's – the the dude or the general manager or whatever today, I heard him in the press conference say that they still hope to get the Rogers deal well, worked out. General managers are allowed to. Okay. Coaches are not allowed oh, gotcha. to talk. So, gotcha. I think talk about Lamar. I Lamar's options are 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 dwindling drastically. Well, and he's stuck on wanting guaranteed money, and they're not going to do that. I and can't keep, necessarily blame him for wanting guaranteed money. Well, I can't either. But they're looking. Of course, here's the the argument is as well. He's been injured the last two seasons. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't know this to be true, but this is the way I read into it. Lamar Jackson didn't play at the end of last year because of the contract situation. Because they would not guarantee him if, money. If they would have worked with him and 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 been like, "Hey, this is what we're going to do," he plays, and they probably beat the 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 uh, Bengals in the playoffs. Now, I believe. There's two choices left for Lamar Jackson. There's two teams that are, that could realistically make a push at him. One, I think, is the Houston Commanders. Well, Washington <laughs> Commanders. I'm making teams up at this point. Okay? Which, it's it's our combine, show. If, I'll do what I want to. If you combine the Houston Texans and They're still not a very good football team. Probably They better. still don't have a quarterback either way you go. Right. So, we'll stick with the Houston Commanders. Uh, the Washington football team and the Indianapolis Colts. I was not on the Indianapolis Colts bandwagon until Breadman gave me some information and said some stuff. I'm that, smart. That put me on the Indianapolis Colts bandwagon. Well, let's hear it. Bro. And I'm not so sure that the yeah, actually, Fal- I think, Falcons aren't there. Actually, I think he just said, don't count the Colts out. I mean, they, that's you know, good inside <laughs> right there. They've got the third pick, fourth pick. They've got, you know, a high second round pick. They could give them next year's first round pick. They they probably got to come off Buckner or Pittman Jr. I would well, think in that in that deal. I don't know, man. Who, I who mean, sent the text this, uh, earlier and said that uh, the the Colts were going to pass on quarterback? I I saw I saw that also. But listen, I don't know how much stock y'all put into Bucky Brooks's mock drafts. His looks, you're the one that's number one. I know, but Wait, his man. look so much different than everybody else's. That's you why just said him. I don't know who Bucky Brooks is, but his name is Bucky Brooks. How do we take him? How do we take him seriously? He had three quarterbacks going in the first round: Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson at number twenty, and that was it. Oh, twenty's awful close to nineteen. And then I saw another nineteens were Tampa picks. I saw another um, list. That had Will Levis as the number one quarterback. 
just just by ratings, not not by draft was pick, but KSR just by ratings. West? No, 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 no. It was something. It was some other something on the, just made the off the wall. But it was Will Levis, then Young, then um, Stroud. Stroud, and then um, Anthony Richardson, and then Hinton Hooker. So I, there's so many people out there that think they know everything, and all these quarterbacks, <laughs> Mel Kiper Jr., especially the quarterbacks, Whoa. they just got to move. All over the place. I'm I didn't mean to talk about. about your, I was going to say I didn't mean to talk about your cousin. <laughs> I did. He sucks. He's got a great As head of hair. As we've said before, we have the best Kuiper. Yes. Caitlin's true. not on this show. Oh wow. She's a producer. She's not on this show currently, though. True. Not her. <laughs> I. You know. I think it's interesting because, you know, you, you look at the Panthers. They had back-to-back nights. They had dinner with Stroud, and then they had Bryce Young in. Stroud winds up at Frank Wright's house for a home-cooked meal by Frank's wife. And then the next night you have uh, Young that's out to dinner with everybody. So Stroud fits the mold of what Frank Wright likes. I don't know who's going to go first. So, what if Frank's wife would have burned the mac and cheese? Do you think that would have went over <laughs> very well? You don't burn mac and cheese. Especially in that type of event. Like, you have to have... You get it catered, right? Oh, no. Like, she can make it, but she no. needs at least four references. No, like, you have the chefs in the kitchen, and it's just, Hold on one second! Dinner's almost ready! And then they fix it, and she brings make, it out. Make some noise, <laughs> then pots and pans. You, and you, all, you all have seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. yes. Okay? Yes. So... That's all his wife's doing. <laughs> right. Look, Stouffer's is, is a pretty good product. She comes out with a, sprinkles a little uh, flour on her stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go upstairs and tidy up. Hello! 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 Hello, dear. So. You've a Geneva Delphine, dearie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was good. Maybe we should do a whole show in English accents sometime. <laughs> we all pick a character, a movie character, and that's how we have to do a show. <laughs> that, w- that wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't We're going to work on that for a couple months, and it's go- it's going to be done. Mm. Ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got some pretty teeth. Easy. We don't want to listen. Listen, not those movies. <laughs> We're a family-friendly show. Sean, we're not going to those movies. movies. Mm. That's not the same movie. I'm not talking about Deliverance. Oh, Oh, no. Yeah, we're not talking about Deliverance. We're talking about Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Um, Um, Varsity Blues. No! No! Uh, Not another team movie? No! Sling Blade. Sling Blade. Sling Blade. (laughs) Some people call it Kaiser Blade. I call it a Sling Blade. Okay, well, I'm cutting that section out. Anyway. Wow. No, 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 no. That was good. I'm just kidding. Life is like a box of chocolates. But back to to Lamar. I don't understand. Before you go, I don't understand what he he had 133 million. That's what they offered him. All guaranteed for three years. That's $45 million a year. He wants length. Well, he needs girth. That's what she said. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would fall off. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> nobody's going to do 
was the Browns did for Deshaun Watson. They're just not going to do it. Nobody's going to rock back in happy baby for Lamar. They're not doing it. That's exactly right. $250 guaranteed is not happening. It's it's never going to happen. You need to look at your yearly salary. And after three years, if he gets another MVP, okay, up that. Let's go to 53, you know, for another three years. Or you could just lock him in now at $50 million for five years. It's going to save you two, money in the long run. In two years, he's going to want 60. No, well, you're under contract. Broski? I'm with Neil on this. I'd go ahead and lock him in. Uh, he's 25 years old. I'd, I'd go on lock and then I mean, everything you're saying is correct. 25 is. years old, MVP. I mean, he's got he's got years in front of him. The, but the, there's not a team that's going to do the, it. The Ravens have never paid a quarterback, and I don't think they're going to. Now, that's why – Harbaugh is going to be without Jeff. I think at this point, if he does get traded, whoever he goes to is going to be a three- or four-year deal for close to $50 million. And a lot of it will be guaranteed. It better. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Lamar comes off that guarantee somewhat, but it better be but 85% I mean, guaranteed. But, I mean, nobody's going to take him in a trade if they're not locking that in ahead of time, though. They're, they're, going, to, they're going to want that deal worked out before they trade for him. I agree. So, but anyways – so, the final four will be tonight. It is the most obscure final four. It's the best final four that we've seen in a long time. I mean, what an what an opposite of last year. Last year we had all the blue bloods, right? We had uh, not, not, not all the blue not bloods. All well, Kentucky hasn't been there a long time. Not all of them. Four four of the big blue bloods. Uh, we had Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, and Kansas last year. Kansas wound yeah, up. Yeah, you know what? You are right. That is the blue bloods. Oh well, you know. Not all of them. So, two of those coaches are now retired and gone. Coach K is gone, and uh, uh, Coach uh, Wright out of uh, Villanova. Villanova is gone. Hubert Davis soon to follow. Yeah. He's got one more year. I mean, Bill South apparently is not in good health. Right. Well, he was going to come back had they won won the second round. Oh, was he? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about uh, the crazy stat last week that Sweet 16 did not have two number ones. Well, the women's bracket did the exact same thing. Yeah. They they had the first time ever that all four number ones did not make it to the Sweet 16. So it just shows you that the parity is across the board in the men's and women's. And uh, Yes, but the women's is there's – some, there's some players – in the Final Four that's supposed to be in the Final Four. So, Minus the girl from Louisville. We have to talk right, about but, Caitlin Clark. Uh, I mean. She, she is amazing. She, like, she she's a She's unreal. Yeah. She does this every game, and her supporting cast is just as good. What has she done? Well, I mean, she – this light, was that in the uh, – Elite was, Eight. In the Elite Eight, Louisville. she had a 40-point 40 40 triple-double. Right. The first man or woman – in NCAA tournament history to do 40 point triple double. Did you did you did you see her the the I can't remember the other girl name from from Louisville that got Haley Van Lith. Yeah. So she got into it in the previous round with Texas. With right. Texas. Because she called the girl the girl honorable mention. Yeah. And and so she was was she Yes. <laughs> she, so said, she, she said do not call me honorable mention again. But you are. <laughs> The uh, uh, she was mouthing uh, 
to Iowa, and Caitlin was at the free throw line and looks over at her, and she goes, you're down by 15. Shut up. Like, that's the Van Lith girl's personality, though. Like, she's going to talk yeah. nonstop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, her and Caitlin uh, are, are apparently are friends, uh, according to Caitlin, because they had her on, and they were talking about how they would smack talk back and forth. So I'm sure it was smack talk, but – but I thought it was pretty funny. She's like, "You're down by 15. I think you should shut up." You know. <laughs> but um, by the time the show drops, uh, South Carolina and and Iowa will have played in the Final Four matchup, right? Final Four Sunday for women. Is it? Yep. Why did I think it was Friday? Sunday, Tuesday. Sunday, yeah. Tuesday. I was Men go was... Saturday, Monday. Okay. Okay. Women go well, Tuesday. It could be the most watched women's basketball game in history. Just to see what Kim Malarkey's wearing. That's this is L- true. That's an LSU. I know. That's going to be good. That's why people are going to watch the women's Final Four. Although Malarkey? we do have – Is that her, not her, her last name? Kim Mulkey. Malarkey's good enough. <laughs> Although we do have WrestleMania. So, you know. What? Are you serious? This weekend? Yeah. Tonight? Yes. Like – like, like WrestleMania. By the time this show drops, you will have two hours to get food and then a WrestleMania. Because it's an all-day event. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you watched yeah. the pre-show. You, <laughs> you are very pro-pre-show. I mean, I don't know who doesn't watch the pre-show. Wes, do you watch the pre-show? Of course. Do you really? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, WrestleMania weekend. Okay, Mill. Let's go crazy. Me and you are late tuners, I guess. I will jump on. About three minutes prior to the show starting. Ah. Chase agrees. Yep. Chase will be asleep three minutes prior to the show starting. <laughs> so, it's a good thing that Cena wrestles first because he'll be able to see Cena and then he can go sleep. So, but anyways. Um, so, who do you got tonight in the Final Four? Florida Atlantic. Ooh. And UConn. Wow. Florida Atlantic against – that's going to be an ugly game. I mean, any here's San Diego the, State. Here's State the thing, though. With it being an ugly game, I think that lends to San Diego I State. Right. So, I'm going to go San Diego State, yeah. UConn. And I don't I don't think there's a team left that can beat UConn. I don't either. I think UConn is If there is a team, it's Miami. Because See, Miami I would think if there is a team, it would be San Diego State. Yeah. UConn yeah, can win ugly, though. San Diego State's got some – they don't have – straight out of high school kind of, you know, trying to learn young men. They got some adults on that team. Well, San Diego State does too. I, that's who I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you said Miami. I, no. I, I think uh, Miami bought their team. San Diego State's got a lot of transfers. San Diego State has benefited from the COVID years. True. I think uh, I think we got an all-Florida championship game, Miami and FAU. Hmm. Yeah. I like Jim Larry I do too. I, I really, I the really most like underrated coach. I, I mean, I won't be disappointed well, and, to see any of them win. And Boca Raton and Miami are neighbors. They're right yeah. beside each other. All, all four coaches have phenomenal stories, and I, I won't be disappointed. If but, who, wins. but who really wants to be on the Atlantic side of Florida? Have you been to Miami? I mean, you're far enough south. You're have, getting you're have, getting where the Gulf and Atlantic have, come together. Have you been to Miami? Well, no, you have. I have. I could see why a lot of people would want to go to Miami. Welcome to Miami. I told you all the other day that my the song that I was embarrassed was on my playlist was Thong Song. 
A lot of those in Miami? I mean, a lot of skimpy oh. keenies. Men and women. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Moving on. But uh, I will say for FAU, enjoy this run with your head coach because he ain't going to hang around very long. Yep, he gone. I think he'll be there next year. I think he'll have to be there next year because almost everybody is. Has Providence hired anybody? Yes. Perfect, no. perfect, perfect segue right there to I the us- next topic. I usually am. Yeah. He really does do a perfect job. He, he does, and, every he, time. and he didn't even know. He never he, does. He must have, if, even if you sent in a text, I still didn't know. No. Did you send these topics in a text? I did not. Because okay, I don't I pay attention. I just make sure I didn't <laughs> no. miss it. No, these are actually just notes that I've been jotting down while I've wrote, wrote around for the last couple of days. So you've been writing as you've been driving? That doesn't sound safe. Not when I stop. But gets on to us for texting and driving. So or reading a book. So we just we just watching a movie. (laughs) Or applying makeup. (laughs) You apply makeup? Sometimes. If I want to look pretty. He's a big eyeliner guy. So pretty. So we just talked about these four coaches all have unique stories behind them. You know, like Hurley thought that he was gonna be a high school coach his whole year, uh, whole career, and follow his dad's footsteps. And he was content with that. He was. Larinaga leads George Mason to the Final Four and turns that into the Miami job. And he's been in Miami for a long time, man. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize it had been that long. Dusty Mays has come onto the scene, and nobody knew who he was, and then uh, now here he is. And then the the guy that coaches uh, for San Diego State, I, I can't remember his name. Um, he Marv Albert. <laughs> he was an assistant coach to Steve Fisher, dating all the way back to when they were at Michigan, and he's waited all these years yep. to be able to to take over for Steve Fisher, and he finally does it, and here he is in the Final Four. Loyalty pays off. It does. So here's my question, Brian Scalabrini. Homemade cookies. Not Brian butcher, Dutcher. So, question of the day. Ooh. Okay. So, Dusty May, who we, we're, we're talking about, Dusty May, is it Mays or May? It's May. Yeah, Dusty May. M-A-Y. Is been at FAU for a couple years now. Okay. He's built the program to the point that they're getting recruits, they can get some NIL. And he's now got them in the Final Four. If he wins the national championship, okay, let's just say he does that. Put yourself in his shoes. You're at a small school. You've built it up and you've got to the Final Four. And you have the potential to win the national championship at this said school, okay? You have two choices. Do you spend your entire career there because you've built it and it's your baby? Or are you on the first train out to something bigger and better? The reason I ask this question is, is because you have guys like Mark Few, Izzo, Bayham, spent their entire career at the same place, right? Do you feel loyalty, even if you're at a smaller school, would you be okay with... Getting your school to the NCAA championship every couple of years, or is your main goal just to, to get the heck out of there? Because we just saw this happen at Fairleigh Dickinson. He comes in one year, gets to the tournament, boom, gone. 
I mean, so no loyalty there whatsoever to get him to the next step. So I'm just curious because I know it's important and you want to win a national championship, but if you can compete for a national championship at a small school like FAU, why would you not stay? In Just this, by that, I know we're going to have different answers. In this day and age with, with the transfer portal and the NIL, you have the possibility of staying somewhere like that. But unless you've got ties to that school to where you, that's where you want to be, you're always looking for, and I'm not saying greener pastures, I'm saying a bigger, better job. Which is greener pastures. Sometimes they're not. It's just more. It's just greener pastures is just the you know to me greener pastures is just is just more money. Pastures are more green. I mean you know money is green yes, but that doesn't mean that it's always greener on the other side of the fence. Case in point, look look at the guy that just took over at Arizona State football. Right, he's from there. He he was emotional in his press conference. This is where I've always wanted to be. Now, if he comes out next year and wins the Pac-12 and is competing for a national championship and Nick Saban retires and Dabo Sweeney takes the Alabama job and Clemson calls this guy from Arizona State. See you, Arizona State. Then the the point, then the comment of this is where I've always wanted to be is meaningless. Well, Nick Saban said he was not going to be the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. I know. I'm just, I'm just looking at it as Mark Few has always been that guy. He's had many opportunities, but Gonzaga's where he wanted to stay. Mark Few would get exposed in a big conference, and he knows it. He hasn't won anything. He's won a lot of. Uh, he, he's won a lot of meaningless games. That's what he's won. He's won a lot of championships in the whack. Uh, at the end of the day, what does that mean? And them and St. Mary's. Well, that's it. So, but that's the ultimate question. Well, so, but are you okay? I mean, would you be okay to be a coach for twenty years and win fifteen conference championships? No, no. And go to the the tournament. No, no. Because conference tournament is not the end goal. National championship is the end goal for any coach, no matter what school they're at. Even, even. Um, Tobin Anderson, that is the new coach at Iona, left Fairleigh Dickinson, Iona. His goal is national championship. So, and then, so if FA, so to answer your question, if, if, if Dusty May wins a national championship this year at Florida Atlantic, the question then becomes, can he sustain, because once you win one, you want more. Right. Can he sustain that year after year at Florida Atlantic, or does he need to go on to the greener pastures, the bigger and better? And the answer is he can't sustain that over and over and over, year in, year out at Florida Atlantic. Right. And I agree with those two. And if you talk to any coach, they will tell you straight up, like off the record, on the record, whatever, you want to strike while you're while the iron's hot. Right. He's in the Final Four. If he wins a championship, his name's not going to be much hotter than what it is. Well, I mean, I'll tell you a, a perfect example. Brad Stevens left a almost six-figure job to be an unpaid assistant at Butler. Worked his way up, was the head coach, took them to back-to-back national championship games out of town. Yep. I mean, and, and if 
And if Brad Stevens, who left almost a six-figure job to take an unpaid assistant position, won't stay loyal to Butler, yes, it was the Boston Celtics that called him, okay? But had it been the Kentucky Wildcats, the Duke Blue Devils, the North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, UCLA Bruins, any of those schools, he does the exact same thing. So when he got hired for the Celtics, he told them in the interview, he said, I'm only leaving this for one job. If Coach K leaves and Duke calls, I'm gone. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't blame him. But now he's the GM for the Celtics, so he's not going anywhere. So I think to answer your question, Dusty Mays, if he went, Dusty May, if he wins a a national title this year, almost said world title because we're in WrestleMania mode. (laughs) If he wins, it's Dusty. Right, it's Dusty. Dusty. Right, the American Dream, baby. Uh, If it was, if he wins this year. He will have to sit back. Can he can he sustain this? College of basketball is not going to be this crazy year in and year out. Okay, Florida Atlantic is more often times than not maybe a Sweet Sixteen team, and and for Florida Atlantic that's that that's you'll good. Ta- you'll take it. I mean, look what Mark Few's done. Yep. Mark Mark Few's <laughs> been a consistent Sweet Sixteen team for twenty years, and we put him up there with some of the great coaches. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been a consistent Elite Eight team for the last six or seven. But what's he won? I mean, he did lose the national championship. That's true. He's lost in everything. That's he has zero national championships, so he is. lost. I would, I would gladly take Mark Few's resume and not think twice about it. Over who? Who, who are we taking it over? I'm just saying, I would take that. Not, but, but I mean, but over who? But but over who? Over anybody? Over Coach K, who has five national titles? You would take Mark Few. I mean, over John Wooden, you would take Mark Few. There is over John Calipari. I'm just saying, there is nothing That's wrong. Fair. That's fair. There is nothing wrong with his resume, other than the fact that yes, he didn't win a national championship, but you're also at a school that 20 years ago, before no, he showed up, no, we before, can't use that. Oh no, seriously. we can't use that with Gonzaga anymore because now they're getting number one players. They're getting five star that, guys. That's you're not letting me finish my you, my, you my can't thought. do that. We're talking about a school that 20 years ago didn't even think about getting those kind of players or competing for a national championship. And he does that now. He don't compete for national championships. He's done it one time. Well, he does it a heck of a lot more than Kentucky does. So you would take him over John Calipari? Oh, you would. But Calipari does have one title. And he's you would, been to two more games. And has won almost 800 games? Who? Calipari? Yes. Well, I mean, if he's won, what, 12, 1,500? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm about to say Shashevsky is the all-time winner, and he's not at 1500. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, it, it comes down, you know. Florida Atlantic plays in the Conference USA. Me and you know the Conference USA back in the day as Louisville, you know, Cincinnati. Yeah, Louisville, Cincinnati, Memphis, the the uh, uh, <laughs> technical school of Georgia that we ended up saying, "Oh yeah, Georgia Tech." Georgia Tech. But that's a there were some pretty good teams in the Conference USA. There was probably three, four teams coming out of the Conference USA going to March Madness. Florida State was in that group too. Here's Conference USA currently: Florida, Florida Atlantic, North North Texas. By the way, Florida Atlantic lost two conference games. They've only lost three times all year. Okay, but two conference games. North Texas. They're in the NIT semifinals. UAB. They're also in the NIT semifinals. Charlotte, Rice, Western, Kentucky, Florida International, or Institute, or whatever, FIU, uh, 
That's international. LaTeX, UTEP, and University of Texas San Antonio. Really? Where did the Conference USA go? They're the Roadrunners, by the way. You would want to get out of this conference. Is Tulane an American now? Tulane's American. Okay. You would want to get out of this conference. The American, basically, the American now, prior to Cincinnati, jumping ship and going to the Big 12, the the American is basically the old school Conference USA. Right, right, right. And then Marshall went Sunbelt with Southern Miss, because Southern Miss was also Conference USA. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's going to he's gonna look and weigh all of his options, but it goes back. To if what you're able saying. to go to, to one of the power six conferences in basketball, you go. Because if you can get to the top of that, then you're getting one, two, and three seeds in, the Mar- uh, in March Madness. They were 30 and 35 and three. By the way, a nine seed. they were tremendously underseeded. They had they had no business being a nonsense. Well, and that was one of the other topics that I had is that there were several teams like Connecticut looks like a team that was way under. Well, I mean, you check out what Don Staley said about Norfolk State after they beat them in the first round. She said, "For the love of all things, this team is not a 16 seed. Stop making them a 16 seed." Yeah. Of course, it's easy to say right. when you smack them around. Right. Right. <laughs> but. Still, I mean, she's not well, wrong. Memphis was underseeded, the team that they that FAU right. beat. Right. Memphis and FAU had no business playing in the nine in the eight nine game. No, nope. no, not at all. And you know, like I said, UConn was was underseeded. Um, UConn's middle of the season is what got them a four right. seed. Right. As okay. soon as they got to number one, they fell off. They lost yeah. like five or six in a row. Yep. yep. And then they just never recovered back to that yep. level. Well, but have, I mean, FAU was a. They have now. <laughs> they are now. F, FAU is a was a fringe top twenty five team yep. almost all year. Yeah. Yep. And they got a nine seed. Yeah. And that and they're in. There's my point. Yeah. Fringe twenty five well, team. I, they got a nine seed that. in the tournament. Lack of respect, but you just named off the, the conference too. Yeah, so when right. I mean, it. I mean, and that's they look at that going. You lost two teams, and that's not right, exactly. That's not that's not Dusty May's fault. That's not his fault that they play in that conference. That's true. true. Just yeah. like it's not Mark Few's fault that Gonzaga plays in West Coast Conference, the West Coast Conference. Yeah. Um, you know, if Mark Few wins the national championship last year, two years ago, whenever, it might be a completely different story right now. Right. Yeah. We may look at Mark Few in a different light. We're going to look at Mark Few. When it, if he doesn't win a national title as a guy that won a lot of games, won a lot of conference championships, but choked in the big time. So never could get over the hump. He's been the coach for twenty four years at Gonzaga. Twenty four. He's won twenty two West Coast Conference regular season titles, nineteen tournament titles, and only been to two national championships. Seventeen and twenty one. Been to two national championships? Yes. Yeah. Lost both. To Jalen Suggs' year, yeah, and win. Uh, That's the only year. Jalen Suggs was that was two was years that twenty one? Yeah, that's the only one I remember. Two thousand seventeen. They also went. Who did they play in that? Well, look it up. I swear I don't. He's remember. also won six hundred ninety nine games. Sixteen hundred, six hundred, whatever. It's close. It's close. I swear I don't remember them ever going to another national championship game. Let's see. So in 2017, they played North Carolina. 
North Kakalaki, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Just to run your head, spin it like a helicopter. Was that the year North Carolina won before they lost the following year to Villanova? Yes, Joe Barry was the leading player for the Tar Heels that year. Who was on that Gonzaga team? I'm guessing that's probably uh, when they had Zach Collins and uh, DeMontis Sabonis. Was that the year that Kyle yeah. Wilcher? No, he would have. Uh, no, he he was on the 2012 team. I, he may have came back in 13. 17 would have been t- too yeah. far past him. They had um, so was, Silas Milson, Jack Beach. So I was completely wrong. It's uh, here's the starting lineup for Gonzaga that year. Nigel Williams Ghost was the point guard. Jordan Matthews was a guard. Josh Perkins a forward. Jonathan Williams a forward, and Resmik Karnowski is the center. Oh yeah, he was a big old dude. Big dude. Oh, uh, Brandon Clark was on that team too. Rui, no, Rui Hachimura was on that team too. That was the Rui year. I just saw Star. Oh wait a minute. You know what? I'm sorry. No, that's right. Huh. Moving on. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're lost in Google Translation. Anyways. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Dusty Mays was going to go somewhere else. Yeah. If tweeted. not this year, I think he'll go next year. I don't think he goes this year because every job is already because he up. Because his team's been too good and he's <laughs> played too long. Right. Like, last year, we saw... Seton Hall hold the job open for Shaheen Holloway. Whenever St. Peter's lost, it was like, okay, the job's yours. Nobody really held a job open this year for Dusty May. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then, of course, Texas uh, solidified uh, making uh, the taking the interim tag off, which, I mean. As they should. As right. they should have, and they probably redeemed the, just like in Dumb and Dumber. You totally redeemed yourself by firing. You know they 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 gave him the contract. They gave Terry the contract. You know which he deserves. Yeah, he did a fantastic job after they fired. Um, he was twenty six and eight as interim coach. I mean, it's pretty good yeah. for Texas. That. That's and pretty darn the, good in the Big Twelve, right? Like that. which was supposed to be the toughest conference in basketball, right? Yeah, they and won the AC's, Big Twelve, right? ACC was supposed to be the weakest, and they've got a team in the final. Four. They, I just uh, want yeah. to throw that out there. They won that chance. They won that big Big Twelve championship game. They absolutely smashed Kansas. It was yeah. like a twenty point game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. It was something else. Uh, we already have a lot of player transfers. You know, Zach Eady uh, is, is he really, is he is refuting that. Uh, Dan Dockick was uh, oh, who gosh, he's, terrible. he's terrible. He apparently broke that news, and I read before I got here that um, that Balzac is um, refuting that report. I, I actually see a headline said Zach Eady dunks on Dan Dockich after transfer portal report. Yeah, it's a wonder why Dan Dockich works for the Athletic now and no one else. He's he used been to fired have, by everybody else because yeah. he's terrible. Yeah. He's well, such I didn't a know hot that head. He was the one that broke it. Yeah, I didn't either. But prior, as as I was getting ready to get in the truck, I was just on the yeah. on the old Google, and I. But there are plenty of them out there. Caleb Love is leaving uh, UNC now. Didn't he? Is he any relation to Courtney Love? Hewitt, uh, <laughs> Courtney Love, Hewitt. No, Courtney Love. That was Courtney Love, Kurt Co- Kurt Cobain. Yes. Courtney Love. Yes. I, I don't. I don't 
think it's the same love line. You don't think it's the same love line? No. Okay. Different tree. Okay. So, do you guys have anything else sports-wise that you want to talk about before we talk about WrestleMania? Just to go on the damn dockage, he tweeted, my people are telling me Zach Eady is in the transfer portal. The transfer portal and NIL suck. Zach Eady quote tweets it and said, my sources are telling me this is false. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's how he ended that. So, Dan Dockage has his bat has worse sources than the than the from corner to corner insider wrestling insider has the but, from corner to corner wrestling insider has better sources of course he's not been proven wrong yet that's true so true. so without further ado if you want to be there people that don't watch wrestling I was gonna say if you're not a wrestling fan sorry for the short episode that's what she said <laughs> it's forty six minutes is that really short is it really yeah wow so enjoy your enjoy your evening. Enjoy your enjoy the final four. We're going to talk about pro wrestling. Wrestling adrenaline in my soul. Something, something, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> never, never heard that. I don't know the lines to it. Uh, That's why I said it. either. I don't either. That's why I said it that but way. You know it's much more than I do. So I will say the woe. When they get to the woe part yeah. of his of his entrance, and the entire arena sings it, it's getting louder and louder every time. Whoa! Is that what they do? Everybody just whoa! In- no, but you can tell that Cody is like whoa. He's wow, loving, like he's loving it. Well, because oh, yeah. I mean, his whole catchphrase is undesirable to undeniable. Like that's his. So whenever he was in WWE the first time. They didn't want him. Yeah. Had he not been Dusty's son, and they were doing Dusty a favor, he wouldn't have stayed as long as he would. They didn't do whoa. They went. They've. Uh, they've. That's good for radio. They've done it. Was great for radio. <laughs> they know exactly what you did. <laughs> they've done this. <laughs> they've managed to take a storyline that was ice cold at Royal Rumble, and and turn the heat up. So turn it up. So by the time, by the time tomorrow night comes main event, it's going to be a banger of a match. The crowd's going to be really into it. We'll get into predictions, so don't go too far. And you know, we'll see how that goes. So I do. We're going to try to predict all fourteen matches. I mean, I don't know why not. Somebody have to pull those up. Uh, but I think that. Cody Rhodes is to a point that he never thought he would get to in the WWE. Uh, I don't think he ever thought he was going to get another opportunity. When he went and formed AEW and he smashed the throne on their first pay-per-view, I think he was pretty certain at that point that his chances of ever being back in the WWE were over. Thank you, Triple H. He, Thank you, Vince McMahon. Vincent Man brought him back in. You yeah. know what? You're right about that. I usually am. Um, but, and when Vince, and, and Cody will say whenever he went in and talked with Vince, he didn't anticipate getting a job. Yeah. He said the, he wanted closure on the whole thing. And when Vince offered him a job, he said, I don't want to come back and be stardust. I don't want to come back and be dashing. And Vince looked at him and was like, No. You're the American Nightmare. Like, that's what I'm buying. I want you to come in as the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Right. Yeah. 
you've proved yourself. Mm-hmm. We want you back. But I will say, the Roman promo a few weeks ago, whenever he said, you got given a gimmick that you didn't like, so you ran away. That was really good. Then you went and formed your own company, and you didn't get over like you liked, so you ran away. See, Chase knows what's up. That was good stuff. And he said, essentially, after I beat you at WrestleMania, what are you going to do? Run away? Yeah. The the promos between these two over the last few weeks have been fire. And don't underestimate how much Paul Heyman has helped move this storyline along. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I love the fact that, that Cody looks at him and calls him Mr. Heyman. You know. Um, and then, like, when... Roman threw, laid the belts down in front of him. And goes, have you ever have you ever seen that before? <laughs> have you ever even touched one of these? Have you ever won one? Have you ever main evented WrestleMania? <laughs> I done done all that. You yeah. know, I mean, Roman is on fire. They spent seven years, roughly, pushing Roman Reigns down our throats. Yeah, I have long time said. You need to turn Roman heel. Yeah. What's the easiest way nowadays since Stone Cold Steve Austin and the NWO to get somebody over is you turn them heel. Yeah. Make make get it where nobody likes them and then organically people start liking but, them because it becomes cool. And it's like nobody likes them, but yet when he picks up the microphone and goes, Milwaukee acknowledge me, and then everybody screams and they hold up the number one. I mean, when he does his, ooh, ah. Yeah, the whole crowd does it. The whole crowd does it. But, but yet, when the match is over with and he's beating up on his opponent, they'll boo him. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's unbelievable. You can tell the trend. I don't know who's who, who's worked with Roman, but there have been several documented interviews that Dusty said that Roman had it. Yeah. Well, and... I don't like I said the Roman that we see now isn't the Roman we saw when they were trying to force feed him. Well, to us. and it's He's, funny. Go ahead. I was going to say the confidence that Roman Reigns has. Like I remember Roman Reigns forgetting his lines and stumbling over his words and making a buffoon of himself. On um, you give that they give Roman Reigns a live mic and say go out and talk. Yeah. I mean. Roman's now, he's slow. Like, he used to wrestle like his hair was on fire, and it was big move, big move, big move, run, run, run. Like, and he's slow. He's methodical. He tells a story now. Roman Reigns now may be the best wrestler in the world. Well, that's been proven. I think a lot of credit can be given to Brock Lesnar for that. Because... I watched, uh, I don't know if you all watch the Rivals and, and all this stuff that's on Sunday night on A&E, but like whenever they have those new episodes on where they do the biographies, they do the Rivals thing. Well, this week's Rival was Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and they basically went through all the matches that they had over those few years and how basically the story like it was long term storytelling and we didn't even realize it all those matches they were doing between roman and brock was grooming roman for what's going on right now and the match that we saw at SummerSlam last year was the culmination of that story that that was that yep. was that was brock passing the torch to to roman so to speak and 
you know, as watching them tell this story on on the the uh, rival show, you're like, you look back, and you're like, this all makes sense now, because if if you remember, Roman had the leukemia, and then he had come back from leukemia, and then COVID hit not long after that. Yeah. Well, then he left because of COVID, you know, because he, you know because he had a he had immune disorder, so. So he sat at home that whole time, and he basically had a thought going, I think we should just change it all up. And when he, when he came back, that was when they had the, the thought. It was like, let's just do it all different. And so, I mean, it, they presented it that it was Roman's idea for the switch to the heel side and – they partnered him with with Heyman, and which was a game changer. Yeah, and you know the the I've been arguing with this guy on TikTok for about two weeks now, going back and forth that he maintains that the that the storyline is not that great of a storyline. You it's, need to stop doing that. And and I <laughs> that I, guy because there is so many people on TikTok that bless them if they're getting clicks. The reason they're getting clicks is because they don't know what in the crap they're talking well, about. And, and this this guy was just a comment on a post that I had commented on. But he, he said that DX was the greatest storyline ever. And I said, DX wasn't even a storyline. They were a freaking faction. That's all they were. This is a storyline. But I've told you this, and we've made this comment. This bloodline storyline, I think, is the greatest storyline ever told. It'll It will rank right up there with the... With the Horseman Dusty storyline. Yep. And the Mega Powers Implode, or the Hogan and Macho storyline. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- and when you start talking those storylines, those, those are the greatest storylines in yeah. all of pro wrestling. Yeah, and I mean, we're at the point now that this Bloodline thing is almost two years old now. Well, Roman has not been pinned since December of 2019. Right. Can we break from the wrestling talk? I just got breaking news on my phone. Okay. <laughs> Somebody else playing basketball tonight for the first time in a week. It is basketball related. Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Pal Gasol, Tony Parker, Becky Hammond, and Greg Popovich have all been elected into the Basketball Hall of Fame. That's a power pack class. Yeah. That's a good class. Yeah, that's a good class. And and every one of those people are deserving. Absolutely. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Does it surprise you Pal Gasol got into the Hall of Fame? No. No. If Pal Gasol doesn't go to the, to the Lakers with he, Kobe, he, he doesn't, doesn't make it. He doesn't get in. Hot take, that is snooze fest. Major League Baseball Hall of Fame always has reactions because of the writers and the way they get in. It's you know it, it's it's ridiculous how they get in, but the it it mean you know the guys that get in, I guess it means something. NFL Hall of Fame, man, they do it right. I mean, they've got somebody that comes and brings in the jacket and tells them, you know, you mean so much to the game and whatnot. Who cares about goes in the basketball hall of fame? Wow, wow! All right, they do. I mean, they do. I'm sure, but it's I, just I, like, I mean, I, wow, I, I, that's great. a better okay. list than what Major League Baseball does. And everybody will forget about it in in, in 12 hours. I don't know. Greg Popovich might be the, the greatest NBA coach of all time. That's the headliner to that class. That's fair. I think Dirk Nowitzki might be. I don't know. Pop, I think, is probably the headliner. Yeah. But back to something that's more important, wrestling. So, 
You want the li- you want the not list? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Okay. Don't you rush me. You want the Shoosh. list? So I think Cody and Roman gets the headlines. Right? They they get top billing, but you can't undersell or understate how important. Sammy KO versus the Usos is going to be. I agree with that. Um, I think they're really dropping the ball, not letting them main event night one. I agree with but that. But we got to we got to play equal footing, so we're going to main event with a match that nobody – we they've given us no reason to care about in Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. I agree with that. Um, but that's another storyline that I don't think is over yet. Oh, no. So I'll be interested when we do get to the lineup of who you all think is going to win matches and then – I will tell you who I think, and if we're different, I'll tell you why I think that way. Is there any other thing? What about the Hall of Fame class? Pretty lackluster Hall of Fame class. All right, so for, so right now you've got Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio, Great Muda, Great Muda, Andy Kaufman, Andy Kaufman, Stacy Keebler. That's the only four. It's the only four. That's it. Yes, got gotcha. you. We might get a fifth person. I would. So what happened to Batista? Not being in it um, because he, he was had supposed to be in his obligations. He was supposed to be in the COVID year, and then they ended up not doing the Hall of Fame, um, and he just hasn't got inducted. That's odd, right? But I tell you, The Rock is still not in the WWE Hall of Fame. This is true, and we're in Hollywood this year. It's no better time for The Rock to. But don't you think that makes you think that they've still got plans for The Rock? The Rock still has a retirement match. Yes. Um, so lackluster Hall of Fame class, but what I have read and heard from the From Corner to Corner Wrestling Insider is that Triple H wants to give all the matches more time, so he doesn't want to put 30 matches on a two-night card. He wants to keep it at 14 and give people more time. Makes sense. So it would make sense since he wants to keep the match card small. So, I mean, maybe seven matches a night. People are like, well, that's not too – that's, I mean, that's a pretty small card, especially when you consider WrestleMania. Am I? I might yeah, be because, completely. I mean, you think about it. It used to be one night with fourteen matches. Right, right. I might be completely mistaken, but wasn't there a match get cut last year? Didn't uh, didn't um, New Day have a match that got cut, and it yes. let let off night two, and then it was really short. They yep. they. There have been several instances through the years that so, matches go too long well, because because here's what happens is they give me and Sean they tell us you got ten minutes and they just and we go out there down. and we're out there wrestling and things are going good and the crowd's into it and Sean and I look at each other and say we're not taking this home yet yeah no 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 we we still have at least five minutes left yeah well you take those five minutes and then you tag it like you they have to cut somewhere so there so I mean there's always. Stories of ma- matches that get cut. Well, and and Vince, Vince always wanted to squeeze as many people on the card as possible. That's why you had the the battle royals. Well, they got rid of the battle royals and put them on SmackDown. Yeah, because those are long matches, yeah. or they can be. I mean, the intros alone take fifteen minutes to to bring them in. One of the biggest things about WrestleMania is you have the. All the freaking commercials, so to speak, you know, it, like all the buildups and all that stuff. That's what takes so daggone long. Got to make that money. Well, yeah. and and when you look at it for a wrestler, you you gross money off every event that you're a part of. Yeah. WrestleMania grosses a lot of money, so it's a big deal for a wrestler sure. to be on the right. WrestleMania card. Right. Yeah. Vince made it where it was like cheesy, 
Triple H is trying to get back to the point where it means something to be on the WrestleMania. The most stupendous. I mean, and this is like this is his first one, right? I mean, this is his first WrestleMania, and this sets the tone for what we're going to see from Triple H for the future for the next three hundred and sixty-five days. Because we've been hearing that he has the next three hundred and sixty-five days booked after WrestleMania, which is unlike previous years that they didn't know what the heck they were going to do after WrestleMania. Triple H has the has the next year booked. Up to WrestleMania. Up to WrestleMania 40. Wow. Now, that's all with major superstars. Um, and, of course, injuries and things throw that so, off. Yeah, but absolutely. I'm sure he has plans for that, too. Um, so, it gets back to you listen to these people who are insiders or you know opinionists on TikTok and social media, and they're like, and, but you mean to tell me they don't know who's going to win the, the, the world title match? It's everybody trying to point fingers that Vince McMahon is back in charge. Yeah. I don't think there's anything more further from the truth. If he was more in charge, if he was back in charge, you would have seen him already. That's just Vince. You would have definitely heard that he was back in Gorilla. And I've heard he was back in Gorilla one time, and that was the night John Cena came back, and he was back in Gorilla just to talk to John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things. You you mentioned injuries. And – there's a lot of people in really good spots right now that you don't want to see get injured. Right. Well, I mean, but there's lots of people that are in those spots because you had people get injured. Yeah. You've lost Big E. You've lost AJ Styles. You lost Randy Orton. You lost Matt Riddle. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Very those true. are four guys that, if they're not injured, are on this WrestleMania card. Oh, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're no right. Doubt. So, it, it's a big card. So, um, let's – let's, uh, Let's go through them. You want the list? Give us the list. Okay. You want the list? You can't handle the list. Night one. Number one. Austin Theory versus John Cena. No, 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 no. John Cena. It's Cena. John Cena. I'm sorry. I'm going with Cena. I will go Cena as well. I'm going Austin Theory. I, too, am going to go Austin Theory. But I understand the John Cena thing. The question to me comes to, does it do – because John Cena, if he wins night one, he'll lose it Monday Night Raw to a returning or debuting superstar. That's what I'm rooting for. So my question question then becomes – Who would you say? Jay White. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I just didn't hear who said His question. My question then becomes, does it do the returning, debuting superstar – more good than it does harm to Austin Theory. Austin Theory's on a pretty hot run right now. If they take this belt off of him, I would suspect he's the next Money in the Bank winner. He'll be back-to-back Money in the Bank winners, and he'll instantly be in the main event title, world title pitcher scene. Um, I could see John Cena. I'm not sure they're ready for that to happen yet. I'm going Austin Theory as well. But that's my thought on why Cena wins. But, again... If you're debuting somebody that you don't know that your WWE fans are going to be that familiar with, taking the U.S. title off John Cena would be a huge feather in their cap, and right. people will instantly know who they are. Yeah. Right. And and I don't think that we have the wrestling. The wrestling universe now is more universal. It is. And I think wholeheartedly, if you heard the switchblades and saw Jay White's name up on the screen – the crowd's going nuts because they're going to know who he is. Right. Because almost everybody watches AEW, New Japan, and WWE now. Yeah. So, and I would, he lost 
a New Japan. He's match. definitely out of New Japan. Yes, right. Because he lost the match that loser leaves Japan. Right? Yeah. So he is he is coming stateside. It's yeah. just a matter of where he goes. Match, match two. Seth freaking Rawlings. Oh. And versus Logan Paul. That was a very poor woe. <laughs> it is. I was waiting for everybody to start singing the song. <laughs> It's a really good intro, and and the fans are really into it. He's over. He's so over. Right now. Your shirt, he could actually wear that. That's where I got it from. Yeah. Um, it makes no sense for Logan Paul to be to win this match. Correct. It's Seth Rollins all day long. Agreed. Well, the promo that Seth cut Monday Night Raw, where he was like, "I'm I'm here 365," and he shows up a couple of days a year. He's like, "If I lose to then him, I'm the then I'm the joke." They're slowly but surely. And it surely is April Fool's Day that they're putting Seth Rollins back yes. into a title contention in the next spot. In, in those in those plans I talked about, Triple H having Seth Rollins is back in the main event. Pitch. Seth Rollins is one of the greatest wrestlers of all. He's time. he's been the most important member to WWE of the Shield. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, match three. Trish Stratus, maybe y'all should have read this. Lita, Becky Lynch versus Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. Uh, that's uh, Trish and them are winning that match. See, I don't think so. I think Damage Control is going to win, and it's going to start the Trish Stratus heel turn. Interesting. I also think Damage Control wins. Wow. And I'm also going to a bathroom break during that match. <laughs> that's fair. I'll probably refill the snacks. It's Trish Stratus. I don't think it really matters. You don't matters. go to the bathroom when Trish Stratus Listen, is on. I, I think, was it me and you sitting in here? Probably. Or was it me and you? When I said, uh, when Wes texted the other night and said that Trish and Lita was it opening. Was, it was us. So he said Trish and Lita opened up Raw. So you didn't turn it on. I didn't even turn it on because I knew they were. I don't think it really matters. I think, I think the... I think Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky wins, but I think this is leading up to Becky and Trish and no and Bailey at SummerSlam nope. for the no, title. It's gonna it's gonna be a, a Trish is gonna turn on Becky. Trish That's is gonna turn on SummerSlam. Trish is gonna turn on Becky, cost them to lose the belts Monday night, and then we're off Becky versus Trish to SummerSlam. Although we do so have Trish just coming back like Trish in my opinion is coming back to keep Becky out of the world title picture so, so this, Becky has something to do heading to SummerSlam is this coming from corner to corner Neil Payne or is this coming from the insider who told Neil Payne um, the insider has given me a little insight on this okay okay uh, match four Brock Lesnar versus Omos here's, here's the thing don't follow your chair when I say this. I, I think I'm, yeah. this could be Hogan versus Andre too. Okay, because up until this point, we've never seen Brock get thrown around like we're going to see him get thrown around. Right. We've never questioned if Brock can F five somebody. Everybody is going is questioning can Brock F five Omos. Everybody has seen Brock run away scared like I'm. I don't really know what to do with this guy. He's huge. We're going to see Brock get thrown around. We're going to see Brock attempt an F5 or two, and can't do it. We're going to see him attempt a German suplex, can't do it. I don't think he German suplexes him, but I do think he F5s him, and Brock Lesnar wins. 
I don't want to say this, but I think they're going to have Omos win to push him forward. See, here's the problem. I actually think he's gotten he's gotten better at wrestling he has. recently. Here's the problem with Omos. He's seven foot four, four hundred and ten pounds. If you push him too far, you have to put the world title on him. If you put the world title on him, who the heck can beat him if Brock Lesnar can? Do you? Yes. Or do you just need to put Bray Wyatt, or do you just want to put the uh, U.S. champion no. or the Intercontinental no, no, champion? No, 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 it doesn't no, matter. No. You put any gold on him, and Brock can't but, beat him. Who can beat him? But but if you didn't learn anything from the Fiend character, if you push somebody as this unbeatable force that nobody can beat, you have to put the world title on him, and then it becomes cheesy with how you take it off of him. Mm-hmm. I agree Hence. Omos has gotten better, but Brock has to win this match. Hence Goldberg. Yeah. And Brock's gonna Brock is gonna make this match look good. Everybody thinks it's gonna be a horrible match. It will not be a horrible match because it looks to me that Brock is Hogan just like Bob, versus Andre too. Just like Bobby makes matches look good. Yeah. Brock will make it look good. Yep. Bobby who? Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Makes matches look good? Well, I what? mean he Bo- made he made Goldberg look good two years ago. What Bobby look no. Next match. I didn't even make my pick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I want Brock. <laughs> He's like like a little kid. I didn't, I didn't get the pick. <laughs> Match five: Bianca Belair versus Oscar. Bianca. Bianca. I don't know. I got a feeling that I think the crazy Oscar is going to beat her. I don't think so. I don't think they're ready to take it off Bianca, and I just don't know where any of that's going. I think we're going to. Unifying the two belts to go to one women's title. So Bianca versus Charlotte at some point. Don't. No, 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 Rhea. You got to get to that match first. All right. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Is, are they? Are those back-to-back matches? Back-to-back matches. Yes, exactly. I don't think it'll let's, be that way on the court. Let me tell you. Let, let, here's what Sean did. And I completely agree with you. It'll be a really good match. Because they're going to main event. I actually and think Bianca's better match. It, it'll be a good match, too. But Charlotte is, if John Cena's big match John, Charlotte can be big match Charlotte. And she's starting to turn heel again, which is great for her character. Rhea's going to win, though. You think? Yes. That Charlotte's turning heel? Did you not listen to her promo she cut? And she started dogging the fans and said that, uh, you know, diamonds are forever. And so is Charlotte Flair. Where is she in Reigns? Oh, I don't know, like 97. 13. She's 13? I, mean, I think she's on 13 right now. I mean, and I think we've talked about this before. Would it not be smart for them to take it off of her and then her get it back? I, I mean, is she going to try point, to get is she At the this one? point, it's so cheesy, though, that we know that she's going to break Ric Flair's record, but it's the women's title. Like, it's not the same. I agree. So, um, sorry, women. It, but I mean, it's not, it's not you. Well, as far as picking goes, I think Rio wins that match. It would help. It would Didn't help. You just question when I said Rio. It would win? help their faction out. He questioned Charlotte Turnham Hill. Oh, night two. Who are you picking, Wes? That's two times in a row. If you do it again, I'm flipping you over. That chair. my bad, Rio. Who did you take? Um, yeah, you didn't even pick that one. I think Charlotte wins. Okay, go on. Okay. Night two. Um, this one has 
uh, Gunter, Seamus, and Drew McIntyre. That's going to be a they, fight. They could be a match of the weekend. They could beat the snot out of each other. Yes. Like, literally. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. And it's going to be Drew McIntyre. Wow. I think it's Gunther. I don't, th- I don't think there's any way Gunther leaves because I think they also want to move Gunther towards the world title. I can see that. I, I agree. I do think it's going to be Drew McIntyre because the whole storyline they have going where Sheamus is mad that Drew's even in the title because it was supposed to be Sheamus's thing. And he yeah. goes, I told you that I wanted to win this at WrestleMania, and then you come got involved in the match. So if, that's if, the storyline coming out of And if Sheamus wins, that storyline's over. Right. So Drew wins to keep that storyline going. You have Drew versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental title at SummerSlam. Yeah, they'll probably fight all summer long. Which is still good matches. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree Who with you got? Drew. You got Gunther? Yeah. But now I won't be shocked if Gunther walks out of there. But right. it really just depends on what their plans are with the world title or titles. I will be shocked if Gunther walks out with the world title. I mean, with the Intercontinental title. I'll be shocked if he walks out with a world title too. Right. This everything we're saying actually makes Money in the Bank really good because you yep. could have Theory, you could have Gunter, you could have LA Knight, you could have a a, a lot Mad Cat Moss. You could have a lot of guys that could oh, come Mad out. Mad Cat Moss. Listen, you you went you you Gunther first, Bobby, wait. and now Mad Cat Moss. Just wait. Just wait. Wes, you took the melatonin. Dude. Of course, if it was Mason, he'd be like, "Oh, I think, uh, I think." Um, Dominic's going to come out of there. I was like, stop. I told him the other day. I was like, he's not a wrestler. Anyways, let's uh number two. Edge versus Finn. It makes no sense for anybody the other, demon other Finn. than Finn to win this match. Storyline does not make sense if Finn doesn't win. I'm going to say it officially on air. I've told Neil this five times. If Finn Balor comes out as the demon and it's not purple and black as his colors, I'm going to riot. He cannot, At home on Dove Trace. He, he cannot come out in the red and black. He's going to, though. But he can't. It has to be purple and black. He's going to. I mean, the the promo they did, is it showed him in red and black. Yep. It's so stupid. It's going, like He's going to be the, the traditional but, demon. But you've wanted the demon back. But now that the demon has lost, I but mean, a, it, he could just continue to lose. But it doesn't make sense storyline-wise. Yeah. Now, he's winning this match. And I don't know how true it is. I saw on one of the dirt sheets that Tony Khan has gave Christian Cage permission to show up at WrestleMania. So for the, uh, well, well, Gangrel is going to be there. Yes. And, and there's a spot plan between Gangrel and Damian priest. I also saw that. Gangrel is going to be involved in the entrance. Third match. (laughs) Liv Morgan. Rachel, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, Natalia, Shotzi, Rhonda, Rhonda, Shayna Baszler, yeah. Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville, Baszler, Baszler, yeah, Rhonda and Shayna. Women's WrestleMania showcase. That's no good. Snooze fest. That's another bathroom break. Like, no, that is that'll be a terrible match. That that will probably be the worst. The uh, ooh, those wings are hitting me. That's probably gotta, it's twenty minutes. Hold on. That's probably the worst match of the entire weekend. Oh, no doubt. That's the night two bathroom break because we hadn't had that one yet. And it can be an extra long one because the next one after that is the men's WrestleMania but, showcase. But now these are not the Braun Strowman, Ricochet, doing, right? the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, 
the Viking Raiders. I think we that had match that could same be same match last night on SmackDown. It was an eight man tag. It was different. Oh, gotcha. Um, but I think that match will be surprisingly good because Montez Ford is really good. Chad Gable is really good. Ricochet. We get to we Ricochet's good. We get to see uh, Otis do. Uh, oh yeah, Maxine. Otis. The, the Braun Strowman and Ricochet are a really good tag team. Watching Braun Strowman throw Ricochet around like a weapon is hilarious. <laughs> Did you all see uh, Cody and Braun and Ricochet teamed up at a house show against uh, the Usos and Solo? And the night ends. Of course, Cody's team wins. Cody has Braun on his shoulders, and they're running around the ring, and Braun's celebrating. No, I didn't. See Cody it. had Braun on the sh- on, on his, his shoulders and like a piggyback ride, like he was. Wow, that's pretty good. I tell you what, Braun Braun is really. I mean, he he's like, all right, look, if I'm going to wrestle, I'm just going to take it all in and be a man of the crowd. I and think he's having so much fun. I think last time he was in the WWE, he 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 missed that. He 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 forgot that. Yeah. Braun is another attraction type wrestler. Yeah, when he does the whole oh, whip yeah. around and takes off running around the ring and just plows those guys. It, that's with one leg because he's going. Yeah, because he he's lost a lot of muscle mass in that other land. Yeah, that's um, his, that's his one thing that he does. The uh, next one on the list. Oh, as far as who's going to win that match, Street Profits probably, probably. Please don't put the Viking Raiders over. The Viking Raiders are good. I told you that. Yeah, they uh, are good. You don't like the Viking Raiders? I'm, I'm not a fan. Viking Raiders are good. You also said Madcap Moss a second ago. Yeah, so. and he's not on and the list. And you talk about Bobby so. Lashley's good matches. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he's not on this list tells you all you I need know. to know. It's unfortunate. But L.A. Knight's not either. He's in the Battle Royal. But he's not on the list. Yeah. Uh, the it's Usos versus KO and Sami Zayn. I think it's uh, KO and Sami Zayn. I think the Usos. I think the Usos. I too think the Usos. Yeah. Wow. And I'll tell you why. Because the next one's Roman and Cody, right? Uh, well, I guess they don't have this because they've got Ray and Dominic after that. Well, that's Dominic. I don't think it makes sense for Ray to win. So you think that. You think that. Judgment Day is going to win all of their matches. I think they have yep. to. As hot as they are right now, they have to sweep. So I think Dominic wins. But so getting to the main event. Main event Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, it, it's, it's going to be Roman. I don't want Roman to win. <laughs> I also think it's Roman. It's Roman Reigns. I too think it's Roman. Because and as soon as the match is over with, you're going to hear, If you smell I don't know if we're going to hear that. I but think you will. I do think that you hit on. See, here's why I don't think you'll hear that. If you hear that, then it's going to take away from the greatest storyline ever being told. And this storyline is going to go through SummerSlam. I think at SummerSlam, it's realistic. You could see the Usos and Roman both lose their belts. But the storyline's not anywhere close to being over. As you all mentioned earlier, I'm an old school guy. Cody hasn't done anything. Like he hasn't struggled. He hasn't suffered. He like and 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 he knows this because his dad was Dusty Rhodes. Uh baby. Baby. So Cody's not winning. 
it wouldn't shock me for the Usos to lose. But I th- and, and I think that makes sense for the storyline too, because I think then Roman becomes so possessive over the titles well, it, that he'll do anything. The fact that he gets mad that they lose, right? So here, here's here's my here's the grandiose thought of this, right? If the Usos lose, or if the Usos win and Roman wins, who's the WrestleMania moment? Rhea's a heel. Belair's already the champion. Drew is not going to get that kind of a pop for his win. You got to have the WrestleMania moment. Do we have to though? Yeah, you have to have a WrestleMania moment, a Vince McMahon WrestleMania moment. So, but you said earlier that this is Triple H running it now. It is, but and I, wouldn't it? I'm not. I, I cannot imagine them sending the fans home doubly but, mad. But think about a Triple H Royal Rumble. We didn't see like any surprise return, like any celebrity returns. No, it was completely different than events. Royal Rumble, yeah, because they had to put Cody in that position, so they had to make I, him I, win that. I will maintain that they made a poor decision. Him being number thirty, he should have been before fifteen. I think he should have been number one. I do too. I think but, I think him and Seth should have been one and two, and they were they closed the match, but. Gunther and him also beat the crap out of each other, um, but I think I think coming out of WrestleMania, I think the bloodline still has the belt. So, so you said the Rock. You you think the possibility of the Rock coming out at the very end after he, if if Roman wins the well, belt? Well, I think if Roman wins the belt, he picks the mic up like he always does. Wise man, there is nobody else. Right. And so the, you know. So is there some? One else that you all think see, I is don't going th- to be a... I don't think so because it takes away from Cody. If you bring somebody back in that moment, then that person automatically jumps Cody and it challenges Roman for the belt. Okay, not, not in that moment, though. I mean, in anything. I mean, do you think Randy Orton shows up at yes. some point? For what? Do what, you think Randy Orton he doesn't and need Matt a, Riddle comes back? No. To, if, they will if not be attacked team when they come back. Okay. Randy Orton will show up. And I do think Bray Wyatt will show up. And I I do think that Roman does not win clean. No. There there's there there is there, there. He always got the Moana sisters with him. <laughs> <laughs> when he flops back like that, it makes it hurt worse. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh, he can't win fair. Those Moana sisters. <laughs> that was good. It was a great recall right there, Adam. Oh, God, I'd like to hear that. Per- I'd like to hear that guy now to be like, "And eh, that old manga guy, it looks like old manga." <laughs> I do, I do think that Sammy and KO get the WrestleMania moment. Obviously, I stand I could alone see, I could see that would be the the moment of all WrestleMania would be because there's Sammy nobody else. There's no other than John Cena beating Theory, but. What if Sammy and KO get their WrestleMania moment next year when they battle for the world title? Which I, I think mean, ultimately is where we're headed. Yeah, but they gotta they gotta get the tag belts first. They do, but I don't think they do that till SummerSlam. Well, and then you still got Jay Uso. I guess we'll find out tomorrow night. Won't Main we? event Jay Uso. Listen, it's gonna happen in the next three hundred sixty-five days. Main event Jay Uso will be an Impact player. Hey. The way that they've set, the way they have framed Jay Uso, the whole talking in Sammy's ear, and then 
Jimmy doesn't want to defend the titles at WrestleMania, and Jay goes, oh, no, 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 wait, wait. Maybe this is the way we finally get rid of them. That's why I think they're gonna they're gonna lose the belts is because I think it's all part of Jay's plan, and it could be. And I think and anyway, either way, well, however, at least we know that it's three to one. So if the Usos lose, I can rub that in your all's faces. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. But regardless, the bloodline storyline's not over. Right. So Roman's not losing his belt. <laughs> My wife. Was telling me the other night. I told her, I was, she's like, "Man, I'll be so glad when Cody beats Roman." And I was like, "Well, I, I think you're going to be disappointed, honey." And she's like, "No, they, they they're not doing all this. They're not building Cody up for him to lose." And I'm like, eh, "Yes, they are." Don't want you to be heartbroken, but I really don't think because here's the thing: Roman's also hitting his thousand days. It's too far along at this yep. point for him not to hit his thousand days. He may, they may, because after after Rumble, or I mean after Mania, they're going to do the draft again. They may draft undisputed Universal Champion Roman Reigns to SmackDown. And they might put a new belt on Raw. But Roman's keeping his belt. Which you've talked about that. You you think that's how Cody gets the belt. I think that's how he gets the WWE and then, title. And then Roman disappears for a little while. And Cody feels like he has to carry the badge of WWE. Yeah. He, defends it on, he defends the WWE Championship on both shows. Roman comes back about SummerSlam and says, hey, you've never beat me. And then Cody beats him. And then Cody beats him. Currently, he's at 939 days. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be a really good show. I think it's going to be a really good summer. So, anyway, we've gone on a long time. Yeah, yeah. We better wrap it up. So That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Softball. <laughs> Again, that's what she said. <laughs> that was a hard one. That's <laughs> not. That's, <laughs> she's never said that was a hard one. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we look forward to talking more wrestling next week when we come back because we're going to have to do a WrestleMania recap. Sounds um, good to me. But awesome. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.